0: blog talk radio live from chicago and las vegas you're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending it's page one with lavar and
1: mary on blog talk radio Nation, you are tuned in to page one for this Friday night, February 5th. Uh, we are a few days into Black History Month. I am LaVar, and of course I am, as always, joined. Um, let's, let's let's see how she sounds, but of course I'm always joined by my wonderful friend out on the left coast. Mary, how are you?
0: I'm good. A little tired, a little run down, but I'm all right
1: uh yes, well hopefully, uh <laughs> i I hopefully, uh, and I know for a lot of you, you'll probably hear me talking quite a bit tonight, but then again, you'll say, uh, what else is new um,
0: <laughs>
1: but uh, taking a look right off the bat here at the Almanac for those of you who always wonder, and by the way, um, I want to. Upfront and honest with everybody tonight because I'm trying a new studio setup. And I kid you not, uh, I have in front of me uh, three monitors that I'm looking at, <laughs> um, as well as a live look uh, of what's going on on TV, uh, just in case anything breaks during the show. So it pretty much is like. Um, if you have a short attention span... Are we in this room? Right. <laughs> so this is going to be interesting. So bear with me tonight. I'm kind of a little bit all over the place. But I don't think that that will affect the quality of the show. Um, We set the bar pretty low here.
0: Um, Ouch!
1: But, no, that's me. I set the bar pretty low.
0: <laughs> um... <laughs>
1: To let you all know, on the Almanac for this Friday night, uh, February 5th, uh, as I said, uh, Black History Month is underway. Today is National Bubblegum Day, which is the first Friday in February. Now, I'm going to be careful here because I thought about this throughout the day. This is probably the most, I think, uh, hardest month to pronounce on the regular, I know it's February. My Chicago accent will say February at times, but I know it's February. It should be February because that's how it's spelled. So don't at me. <laughs> uh, also, it is National Wear Red Day. Are you wearing your red today?
0: I do have red on today, actually.
1: Mhm. It is, uh, of course. Uh, National Red Day, and I know that that is the annual campaign to raise awareness about heart disease in women. Um, so hopefully you are wearing your red. It is also underwear counts, right? Yes. <laughs> 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 um, it uh, <laughs> see now see that's a dangerous thing to do to a guy, especially when a woman mentions like underwear, because at that point it's kind of like. Yeah, so I what? And then, uh, you know, the mind just like goes.
0: Focus, focus.
1: So what you're telling us is that, never never mind. I'm not, not going to start. Yeah, I was just saying, you want to open that can of worms, because
0: you know me.
1: Uh, I'm going to be good. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: also, today is National Chopsticks Day. Um. Uh, we no actually, not I'm not eating chopsticks today. No, that's tomorrow, but I'm sorry. I was a day off. I was a day early. But do, do, you, do you use chopsticks?
0: Yes. I actually own actual, real like hand wash can reuse chopsticks, not the kind you pull apart and hope you don't get a sliver. <laughs> uh
1: but uh today, as I said, uh, bubblegum day, national wear red day, World Nutella Day. National Weather Person's Day. And then the one that I thought, I didn't think I was going to get in trouble on a National Wear Red Day when she said underwear, but of course, also, today is National Shower with a Friend Day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have not showered with a friend
1: today. <laughs> Put that on my
0: checklist shower with a friend check.
1: It, but it, it, on National Shower with a Friend Day, it's a tongue and as they to say, it is a tongue and cheek way of educating people about the benefits of filtered chlorine-free water. Um, so you can read a lot more of that online. Uh, all you have to do is just type it in. I'm pretty sure you'll see stuff on it. Uh, but that's the things for today. Tomorrow, uh, National Frozen Yogurt. Yeah. To- <laughs> <laughs> National Dry Off with a Friend Day, uh, National Frozen Yogurt Day, uh, National Lame Duck Day, Chopsticks Day, National Play Outside Day, which it's cold here in Chicago. You don't want to do that here. And also, Ice Cream for Breakfast Day. Ooh! The first Saturday in February is National Ice I Cream for down. Breakfast Day, which you actually did I with mean. me.
0: We did. Yeah, that's right. We did. Was
1: that in February? No. It was in February. <laughs> Just a few months ago. It <laughs> in telling February. You, it's been
0: a year. It's been a year. Um, yeah, we did <laughs> do that for breakfast. That was really good, too. I'm sorry. That was really good. Yeah.
1: So No, you can uh, do that. And then on Sunday, besides it being Super Bowl Sunday, National Fettuccine Alfredo Day, National Periodic Table Day, and National Send-a-Card to a Friend Day. Um. Did you know that the day after the big game, because I know I, I can't, I don't know why we can't call it what it is, but uh, it is national football hangover day on Monday. And, and just so that you know, <laughs> Tuesday is national pizza day. So. But yes. Which is
0: funny because most people eat pizza during the big game.
1: Right. <laughs> so there you go. But uh, that's the almanac of, um, no specific dates or anything <laughs> popping up that was of like major importance um out there on the almanac. But of course, oh wait a tomorrow uh is Rick Astley's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so if you wanna rick Even more the- important,
0: it's my middle sister it is my middle sister's birthday,
1: so I will rickroll my middle sister. There you go. Happy birthday to her. I did not know it. You know what? This is bad. I've got to, like, like look this stuff up. Because you know what? Here's my weird thing. I am really bad when it comes to birthdays. I think we talked about this before. Um, mm-hmm. I rely on Facebook <laughs> to tell me. Yes,
0: we've talked about I Maybe not on the show, but we've talked about it, I'm sure, at length as a few times because I have removed myself from that social media outlet. Mm -hmm. and that is one of the things that I do miss about it is that that used to be my calendar.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You were guilty of it as well. (laughs) Absolutely. I don't feel bad now because I I tell people, unless I see it on, unless I just like know it off the top of my hand, because I only know a few birthdays off the top of my head, and unless I absolutely know it, Otherwise, I rely on Facebook to give me your birthday. Sorry. Uh, Actually, uh, well, I'll get that later in the show. But, yeah, but that's the almanac. Uh, That's birthdays or what we do with it. Uh, Ahead on the show tonight, I want to make sure to set this up so that we will know. But uh, we'll have our first topic coming up here in just a few moments. Also tonight, hospitals of allowing their board members and donors, thing that um, not a lot of people like, will tell you also ahead tonight a retro PSA, retro commercial. I guess I should probably set this up now. Uh, two actors who are no longer with us, one in a PSA that is well known, uh, and then the other one uh Pitching a vehicle that I don't think, no it's no longer around i am pretty sure it's safe to say um, <laughs> but there's something in it in which he always says that it has become a running joke, I know along car aficionados, uh but we'll have both of those things, and then later on, I want to try something um, Here's the problem. I wanted to call the segment because every once in a while we have a lot of great stories, some that don't even make the show. I figured instead of doing something in an envelope and trying to, like, pick one out, I just picked, like, the three or four that we're just going to rapid-fire go through. I wanted to call it buy or sell. But for those of you who watch ESPN and who watch Around the Horn, they have a segment called that. I didn't want to come off like somebody that was ripping them off and call it buy or sell. So in a bit of thinking – because I can only do so much throughout the regular week, I'm just calling this segment OK or Not (laughs) OK, a.k.a. Buy or Sell. So whether we say buy or sell or OK or not OK, that's what it will be. And then, of course, uh, later on the program, we'll take a live look of everything that's going online uh, trending tonight. And I guess probably at the end we'll talk maybe a little bit about the uh, big game on Sunday. I want to get your prediction. I'm kind of uh, curious to see who you think will win. Um, But, yeah, all of that here ahead tonight on the program. Um, There was a story that uh, broke a few days ago. And I will tell you, I've had a lot of friends come to me about this story. And I mentioned that we were going to be talking about it tonight. Um, It is page one. Uh, By the way, I know there's a lot more other stories that will probably be a top-tier story. But as always, for those of you who are new listeners, (laughs) maybe even old listeners, I will tell you it's gotten to a point when it comes to political stories and everything that's going on, uh, I'm hoping this is a respite from that, unless it's just really needed. But if you're here for that, we're not going to mention anything about politics tonight. <laughs> um, maybe indirectly, but not, not exactly. on purpose. Not on purpose. And not on not, purpose. Yeah, and not mentioning specific people, because I don't know about you, but I'm pretty much tired of it. <laughs> um, yeah, me too. So this story right here, it's not the first time we have seen a young child uh, in a confrontation with law enforcement, but this one really has a lot of people up in arms. If you have not heard, and I know that a lot of you have, but a police officer in Rochester, New York, was suspended and two others were placed on administrative leave after body camera footage showed a 9-year-old girl handcuffed and pepper sprayed during a call about a family disturbance. Uh, Rochester Mayor Lovely Warren said in a statement that she demanded the su- uh, suspensions while internal police investigation is underway. She said, "In quote, unfortunately, state law and union contract prevents me from taking more immediate and serious action." And she vows to press for changes that would allow quicker disciplinary action. The New York Attorney General's office is also reviewing the incident, and the Attorney General there called the incident deeply disturbing and wholly unacceptable. Pretty much uh, two police body cam videos taken uh, and released show the child repeatedly crying out for her father as officers struggle to get her inside a police car following an argument on the street with a woman identified as her mother. One officer tells the girl while trying to move her feet into the vehicle, you're acting like a child. The irony of all that, isn't it? And the girl responding between sobs says, I am a child. After several minutes of trying to force the child fully into the car, a male officer directs another officer to, quote, just spray her at this point. A female officer appears to shake a can in front of the seated girl. A few seconds later, the girl is heard asking someone to wipe her eyes before the car doors close to the audible relief of one of the nine officers that responded to the scene, according to the Rochester's Democrat Chronicle. The child was taken to a hospital and later released to family. And... The Mayor, addressing both the videos at the press conference, said that it's clear from the video we need to do more in support of our children and families, and that she has a ten year old so she's a child she 's a baby and it uh, the Deputy Chief described the child as suicidal and said she also wanted to harm her mother and despite these apparent mental health concerns uh the Office of Crisis Intervention Services, which is trained to respond to mental health related calls, was not alerted to the scene because the initial call to police involved quote a number of events happening at the same time that required a police response i um, I saw this video and i w well I'm gonna to get to your opinion first before I tell you exactly what I thought here, but uh. Um, You've seen a lot of this this week probably on the news or um, videos or statements about it. What were your thoughts?
0: Um, my initial thought was, well, I work with a lot of um, former and current police officers. So uh, I have the utmost respect for these guys. They have to deal with a lot of different things in a lot of different ways, and there's a lot of different um, situations and factors and, and that we don't see especially on body cam. You only get to see from what, like, basically what their camera catches. So you don't get to hear what the original call was. You don't get to hear what the um, call out was. You don't get to hear a lot of that stuff. Um, So my original thought was, um, although it's still excessive, and I'm not going to underestimate that in any way, shape, or form, there had to have been some kind of extenuating circumstance that made that happen. The more I watch, the less I believed that. Um, I tried. I really tried. And like I said, I support these guys. I am solely in support of the blue line. Um, but there's a lot there. So I don't, I don't know what caused all of that. If all of a sudden their training kicked in and they didn't see a child, they didn't see a human being, they saw a culprit. They saw a criminal, they saw a um, offender, and then took the appropriate action for the culprit offender criminal. She could have been trying to hurt herself, she could have been trying to hurt the officers, she could have been trying to hurt her mother before the body cam footage. I don't know, and I can't make that call, but just based solely off that footage, it was excessive. And they forgot for a moment that we're still all human beings. That just because they were a shield and that person doesn't, doesn't make a difference. That we're all still made up of the same stuff. So I hate being this person that's on the fence. Like I can see both sides of it. Um, but it like I said, I'm not going to underestimate that. I'm not going to underplay it. It was excessive. She's a child. Um, I, I don't like that it happened. Um, but then there is there is onus on the other side of it should have never got to that point, not with a nine-year-old. It should have never got to that point. So there must have been something else there. You know, it's, it's hard to make those calls, especially since I work with the guys. So I hear a lot of the other side of the story, what you don't get to hear. So if somebody has friends that are cops, sit down and talk to them. Like, actually sit down and just be like, Talk to me Get their opinion Because You'd be surprised A lot of these guys Are 100% On the um, They're Not not 100% But they're They agree that it was excessive That that force was not required
1: Yeah It It was Not required And, and you know The thing is Is that I, I know People always say LaVar You're always You know Uh giving the benefit of the doubt. And the sad thing is is that this is not the first time we've seen something deemed as excessive with children. And there's got to be, and I don't know if this goes back to better training, but I, think, I would think the only thing that disturbs me at this point is where they said that someone could be heard just sprayer at this point. Because to me, That's telling me that you were past the point of probably trying to use rationalization or some form of training, and that you just at this point, hey, let's just shut her up, spray. That's the thing that's disturbing me. And like I said, that's an assumption. I'll leave it at that. But there's got to be a better way, because I don't want to see another story of a child being, you know, cuffed and didn't spray. I mean, at that point, cuffing was already pretty much, you were at the point of, you already got her under some form of, you know, uh, some control. But I don't know, you know, you could already see that she was already kind of uh, just disturbed at that point. But I would think that if you use, and I don't know what the training is. I don't know, you know, like I said, I'm the first one to agree. You know, I see things out in the streets living here in this city. And there's a lot of things in which people who are in forms of uh, law enforcement have to see or have to deal with that at the end of the day, they don't get paid enough to do. It's like teachers. (laughs) They see a lot of stuff they don't get paid to do, and they have to take on many different roles outside of just their job. It's probably one of a handful of jobs in which you are required to use a lot more than just the basic skills that you got trained for.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: while no one is saying, you know, that – And I think I just keep going back to the point that it's a child. If you can't really, and I know some kids are a little bit harder to control, and I haven't, you know, and I guess until we see, like, full stories of this as it comes out, I just don't think that anywhere in some type of manual should there be something about spraying somebody that young with a spray. I just think that there's got to be a better way. What it is, I don't know. And this is the problem with this whole situation because this is what causes me to be a little bit more um, like you, where I'm kind of, well, they kind of did what they had to do, but at the same time, it's cringeworthy because we're doing it to a child. Mm -hmm. And if not a 10-year-old, what's going to happen if it's a 7-year-old or 6-year-old? Are you going to do the same thing Mm -hmm. then? And that's where that has to stop, and we have to take a look at exactly how much better could we have done this situation without getting to that point to now where it has become a national story again. And we have seen already in a year, there's enough black eyes for anyone. We don't need something like this where it just shows a total. If you can't control a a nine-year-old, you know, adults I get. But if you can't control a child, that's a big problem. And I don't know if you know the use of the spray was necessary, especially on a child. Because if we so call are cognizant of minors and when we arrest them and doing this and doing that, what's next? You know, if you're going to uh, spray a child with mace, are you going to tase them next? And where does it end? So we have to go back and look maybe a little bit better training when it comes to minors, and just hope and pray that you don't have to use that training, you know, a lot. But that situation could have been handled better, and that's more disturbing to me when, you know, like I said, if you have to restrain someone who's a little bit out of control, you've got to do what you got to do. But to go one step further and to do that, I think that's where that crosses the line, and we have to, you know, look and see what could have been done better in that situation. But I don't know. Going on to the next topic that I had here in mind, Um, there's something going on with hospitals. And I think we talked about this a few weeks ago, where Charles Barkley had said that he felt that, uh athletes should be next in line for, <laughs> for uh, mm-hmm. COVID. Well, apparently. The vaccines, yeah. Yeah, this story comes out of Seattle, Washington, that while millions of Americans wait for the COVID-19 vaccine, hospital board members, their trustees, and donors around the country have gotten early access to the scarce drug or offers for vaccinations, raising complaints about favoritism, tainting decisions about who gets inoculated and when. In Rhode Island, Attorney General Peter Nurana opened an inquiry after reports that two hospital systems offered their board members vaccinations. A Seattle-area hospital system was rebuked by Washington Governor Jay Inslee after it offered COVID-19 vaccination appointments to major donors. And in Kansas, members of a hospital board received vaccinations during the first phase of the state's rollout, which was intended for people at greater risk for infection. Hospitals in Florida, New Jersey, and Virginia also have faced questions about uh, distributing vaccines, including to donors, trustees, and relatives of executives. The disclosure could threaten public confidence in a national rollout already marked by vaccine shortages, appointment log jams, and inconsistent standards state to state for determining who's eligible. And at the direction of the federal government, states have set up tiered distribution pipelines aimed first at protecting essential workers and those most at risk, including older Americans. In California, for example, medical workers, first responders, nursing home residents, and people 65 and older are at the front of the line for the coveted slots. In some cases, it's not clear if rules were violated when people outside priority groups receive vaccinations. Guidelines vary by state, and hospitals can have leeway making decisions. And California, providers have more latitude to make sure that they do not squander hard to get vaccine in cases where it might be at risk of going to waste. And I, you know that upsets me to no end. Because I was like, we already now have, if, the, if there's any place that has seen more of a stumble out the gate, and I'm hoping that things have changed or or will be changing here in the next few weeks and months. But I think now this goes on that guideline of who really should be in charge of all of this. Should it be the federal government? Should it be the state's? The states know, you know, what their issues are because what happens in California is far different than, I'm going to use your favorite state here, than what happens in Wyoming. And what happens Mm -hmm. in, you know, Washington state is far different than what happens, say, in North Dakota. You know, at the end of the day, it's sad that this story pretty much is indicative of the whole thing of if you you know, are in a position of hierarchy or if you have a little bit of money, you can jump the line for anything, including now a vaccine so that you don't get sick. Not surprising. I mean, we know that's how it works, so we're not all shocked at this. But when it comes to something in which there's already a shortage and there are people on certain lists that should be getting this first, that people are using their power and prestige or their money to jump lines ahead of people who need it. And that is where the problem is.
0: Do I need to say anything more? I mean, I think you got it it pretty well encompassed. I I don't. uh, Okay. Let's find a good place to start. I don't think government should be in charge of it at all. Uh, unfortunately, we have to have somebody be in charge of it, so that's where we're stuck. Um, each government agency, I think, has flaws, especially coming down from the top. Um, I'm not saying that there is no government agency that is perfect, because there isn't. Maybe that one town where the dogs in charge, but that's about it. Okay. Um,
1: I don't think it is because I heard it wrong.
0: Be...
1: <laughs> but a... <laughs> you don't have.
0: You need to get that sound effect, man. Throw it in there.
1: I think I do have it. Um, what? You missed an opportunity. I know I didn't use it. Um, <laughs> but no. <laughs> I, I, I,
0: other than Good. that, I think that every Got government it. agency. There
1: we go. Sorry. Hey.
0: Totally,
1: but that's all right.
0: Um, every government agency is under a lot of pressure. And then, again, I work with a lot of different people um, across, the, across the board, which I, I I am lucky to have the kind of, I don't want to say influence because that's not right, but the, the kind of reach that my job has to be able to touch as many different positions as it does so that I get to work with these people so I can see what they do on a daily basis, you know. Um, it's rough. Not the dog place, but it is rough. Um, to make those calls, especially when it's you have a very specific um, group or tier that you're supposed to be hitting uh vaccinating and then you get to the end of the day and there's just not a lot of people going and getting vaccines. Um, there's a lot of people that are still iffy about the vaccine. There are still a lot of people that are just not ready to get the vaccine they haven't heard enough about it. Um, there's people that are um, wary about the side effects and what's going to happen after you get the vaccine. You know, does your arm fall off? Do you end up being Cheryl? Do you end up growing a second head? You know, you don't know these things until people actually do them. So there's a lot of people in those tiers that don't want to get them. Um, on top of, they end up going bad, so they have to make those, they have to make those, those hard calls at the end of the day. Um, I think that local governments are better equipped only because they do, again, go back to know their state's specific situation. California is different than, than Nevada, that is different than Arizona, and I'm picking the three that are right next to each other because our different states all specifically have different needs requirements, and because of that, there's a different kind of tier-level group. I don't agree with, like, some of the ones that are in Nevada. It's like when they go back through it, it's, there's still money and influence being thrown at it, but from a different angle so that it makes it easier for somebody to get it but not look like they're using the money and influence to get it. So there's certain aspects about that that I don't like, but then it's also opening it up to other people that probably want it. Uh, Same with, like, Illinois, Indiana, and Iowa. You guys are all different, but you're right next to each other. The requirements are different. What you want is different. What what your state does is different. So, yeah, at the state level would probably be better um, with a lot of local area um, influence over the state's decisions on how it's handled. I think that would help. But there's a lot of different moving parts. So it really does suck. Um, but I am wholly against anyone just using money and influence and power to get, get ahead of to jump the line. Like, I get it. You think you're hot because you can wear Prada. That's great on you. But it's going to really suck when that police officer that needs to come to your house because somebody stole your Prada purse can't because they're sick. So there's that back and forth on that.
1: Gotcha. I agree. Well, my dear friends, uh, we've come to the halfway point in the show. Uh, Still ahead. Uh, We will attempt to do okay or not okay, aka buy or sell. <laughs> um, and then we'll take a live look at what's trending. But first, tonight's Retro Moment and Retro PSA and Retro Commercial. Um, I won't mention what they are. I'll let you listen first. I'll do a little bit of a backstory explanation. And we'll be right back after this. But first, you're listening to page one with LeVar Mary here on Blog Talk Radio.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the late Yul Brynner. I really wanted to make a commercial when I discovered that I was that sick and my time was so limited I wanted to make that commercial that says simply, now that I'm gone, I tell you, don't smoke. Whatever you do, just don't smoke. If I could take back that smoking, we wouldn't be talking about any cancer. I'm convinced of that. Pride, very
1: cornerstone of a new automobile. Cordoba, the new small Chrysler. Here is the warmth. Thickly cushioned contour seats, available even in fine Corinthian leather. So very
0: luxurious, yet surprisingly affordable, Cordova is engineered with great pride via Chrysler.
1: You're listening to Page One with LeVar and Mary on Block Talk Radio. Your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's Lavar and Mary. And we're back with page one. Of course. We don't have fine Corinthian leather chairs that we're sitting on.
0: uh, (laughs) Hard plastic. That's what I'm sitting on, hard plastic.
1: (laughs) You know, I'm sitting on a cloth, but I'm not sure this is fine Corinthian leather. But uh, the two commercials, of course, the first one was from the American Cancer Society, which was the infamous uh, Yul Brenner one, which was done back in 1985. In January of that year, he sat down with Good Morning America, and they used – the portion from that interview after his death in October of '85 uh, for their commercial, and that actually that commercial. Uh, I also saw that commercial because uh, I remember growing up seeing that commercial. But uh, if the Body Worlds exhibit, uh, if any of you, when it was going around the U.S., ever had a chance to go and see the Body Worlds exhibit at your local science museum. Uh, they used that – it was almost on like a loop, but they used that commercial from Yul Brynner, um, which uh, I think it still even hits home even now uh, in regards to smoking. I mean, uh, but, of course, the other commercial
0: – They need to re-up that, I think, because it's, it's actually a really good commercial. Like, it's very simple, but it's a really good commercial.
1: Yeah, it 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 pretty much hit its mark in regards to you know because you know I was reading the quotes from people on there and they said, man, you know, here's a guy who uh, was you know a man's man, you know, who um, a great actor, who you know, before he passed away wanted that used so that he could warn people about the dangers of smoking, which um, you know. I don't know if that would be done now. or I mean, I'm pretty sure some people would do it now. But, um, yeah. And then, of course, the other one, uh, if you drove, then you remember the Chrysler Cordoba commercials with <laughs> with Ricardo Montalban of Fantasy Island fame. So, um, wonderful. And the joke fine Corinthian leather. The fine Corinthian leather. Uh, you know, I wonder if there was like either like a – if anybody's got a jacket with fine Corinthian leather, I would like to know if that worked. But what we want to try uh, tonight, briefly, uh, because I want to make sure we get this out and get this done, because every once in a while, we like to try uh, different things on this show to keep you riveted. Um, this tonight, Sometimes they work. <laughs> yes, if it works. Some things work. Some things don't. I know last week. We tried to do the Urban Dictionary Word of the Week. That took a totally different uh, <laughs> that road That was to fun.
0: I'm sorry. That was fun.
1: Yeah. It may be back. We may do the Urban Dictionary Word of the Week. But uh, what I want to try was something called Okay, Not Okay. And the first story, of course, is a serious one. But the other one's pretty much hopefully you'll have a little bit of fun with. Uh, but pretty much I will ask my wonderful co-host here if it is okay or not okay. Not to put her on the spot, because I did say we weren't going to get too political, but I just thought that this was an interesting one. And one story this week, of course, about the former Texas mayoral candidate who was arrested after video from the U.S. Capitol riot showed her incriminating herself, asked a judge for permission to go on a vacation to Mexico. Uh, She filed... A motion on Monday uh, to allow to leave the country to enjoy a prepaid vacation in Riviera Maya, and she owns a flower shop. And the trip to the spring day, uh, break destination is quote a work-related bonding retreat for employees and their spouses. And she was actually allowed to do so. Okay, or not okay? <laughs>
0: I'd say not okay, but then you know, I, I, the level of she's not asking to go to a non extradition like country, you know, so, and there'll be other people there. It's already prepaid, so I mean, I can I can convince myself into the okay category, but that's just not okay. I think that's dumb. Most if that were just any other Joe Schmo, would they let them do it?
1: Nope. Which is why I'm saying not okay. I'm actually going to agree with you, not okay. Uh, you know, I was like anybody that's just done something like that where it's, you know, that's just happened. I mean, you're going to ask to go on a. I don't care if it was a prepaid vacation. You you pretty much lost it. Sorry, not going to happen. Anyway, next story. And and forgive me for my non coolness factor here, but. Lil Uzi, I'm sorry, Lil Uzi. I was almost gonna say Lil, Lil Uzi Vert. And don't at me if I get it wrong. He apparently, apparently, according to the Huffington Post, got a nearly 11-carat diamond pierced into his forehead. The rapper's face now prominently features a natural pink diamond, supposedly worth 24 million dollars. Uh, a 26-year-old who had been tweeting about his expensive purchase of a natural pink diamond last month, shared a series of videos on his Instagram showing off the gemstone and its new placement. I sent this story over to you. He said, uh, I've been paying for a natural pink diamond from Elliot for years now. This one, one stone cost so much. I've been paying for it since 2017. That was the first time I saw a real natural pink diamond, a lot of M's in my face. Uh, The performer claimed in an Instagram story shared on Wednesday that the stone fixed to the center of his forehead is being held in place by a long bar because of swelling. When the swelling subsides, he said, "Quote, I'll get a short bar so it won't move." <laughs> I'm <laughs> not okay. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna really come go out and just tell you, okay? I don't even care if it's his buddy. I was like, here's the thing. You're now going to be a target for everybody that's going to come at you and won't care about snatching that thing out of your head, no matter how implanted that is in your head. Not okay.
0: (laughs) Do we need to ask me at this point? No, that's not okay. That's not okay. Oh, that's not okay. I
1: don't know. I know diamonds are a girl's best friend, so I figured that you might. I, don't know.
0: I I am down with a, with a natural pink diamond And you want to spend $11 million On a stone for me, fine Go for it I will be more than happy to take that off your hands As a necklace, as a pair of earrings As a ring I'm wearing on my finger I will be more than happy to do so You want me to pierce my belly button And wear it there? I might even consider that Not on my forehead, not in my cheek Not in my nose, not in my eyebrow No There are holes in my head and those are the
1: only ones that I will accept. You're on board for not okay. Well, here's our next story. Uh,
0: Not okay.
1: Yeah, (laughs) you have one vote, not okay. Uh, we marked it. (laughs) The (laughs) Valentine's Day is coming up, and if you're not sure what to get your sweetheart for Valentine's Day instead of flowers, how about a lovely arrangement of pickles? Grillo's Pickles is bringing back its famous pickle bouquet. It's a do-it-yourself kit that comes with instructions for how to put the bouquet together. The kit includes an empty 32-ounce pickle container, 15 wooden skewers, artificial floral filter, and cellophane, plus a coupon for a free jar of pickles, which is sold at Target and Whole Foods. It's being sold online for $20. Okay or not okay on the pickle bouquet for Thanksgiving?
0: For Thanksgiving? Yeah. For Thanksgiving, then not. Oh, no,
1: sorry. For, for Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day. No. you know what? My brain is a little bit all over the place. <laughs> for Valentine's Day.
0: Um, for Valentine's Day. Um, if somebody's thinking about getting me a gift, pickle, not good. But if your sweetheart loves the pickles, go for it. I, you know, there was a the jerky bouquet that I was like, I would do that. Meat, yes. Thank you. Why not? a little the box, but that also makes it more personal. It's not just like you went to the store and grabbed the same thing that every other guy did. So, sure. Not specifically for me, but okay.
1: You seriously would go for... <laughs> you if go... I was
0: into pickles, yes. But I'm not into pickles, so no. So that's where they... It's okay, but not for me. Gotcha. So, if you're going to buy me a gift, not pickles. But I would do the bouquet. That's not a rose bouquet. If it took, if it took five minutes more thought, then I'm just gonna pick her up a dozen roses. Yes, absolutely. Because I'm not big on roses anyway. I'd rather have lilies or orchids.
1: But not the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not the little like uh, baby's breath that comes with it. <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: I can take those out. I think about that They're just filler anyway.
1: I bought you a whole thing of baby's breath. Yes. No.
0: And then because I knew <laughs> so that last... So if your sweetheart says that, yeah.
1: Yeah. And because I knew this last story was going to be a little bit hard to explain for okay or not okay. You didn't
0: again. say okay or not okay.
1: Oh, for that one? Oh, for me? I... Here's From the pickles. thing. Yeah. Uh, you mean if someone gave me pickles?
0: That bouquet of pickles.
1: The guys don't day get gifts for Valentine's Day. We give gifts. I don't know of too many guys that get gifts. From what that's I've stupid. heard from you ladies out there is that that's what sweetest day is for because that's when guys are supposed to get gifts. But Valentine's Day is more for the women. So I don't know. I, mean, I think it's both stupid. I mean, <laughs> if you're going to give me something like that, I guess you can get me, like, some slices of pizza and, like, a bouquet. I'll be appreciative of that.
0: Or if you're going to give me, like,
1: ribs or, like, uh, some Chicago-style hot dogs, I'll be very appreciative of all that. Uh, I'll love it. Pickles? Eh. Not impressive, but hey. (laughs) Okay. Okay. If you want an answer, I am okay with an asterisk to that, but not much we're going to do with pickles. I mean, uh, it is what it is. I mean, the weight of a man's heart is through his stomach, right? Uh, Yep.
0: Yes, that would be correct,
1: sir. <laughs> and then, of course, we can't end this without some wild story, but this story came from TMZ, uh, of course. But some Chinese officials have rolled and I know what the answer on this was going to be, and if it's different than what I think it is, then I'm very surprised. But anyway, <laughs> some Chinese officials have rolled out a whole new way to test for COVID-19, and it entails bending over and spreading them, something we can now see at a tester on. You might have heard of this by now, but if you haven't seen it quite like this, uh, you can go on to TMZ and check out the video of a Chinese health official demonstrating how their new anal swabbing method works on none other than a life-size dummy who is also compromised. The doll, which is weirdly wearing pajamas for some reason, is bent over uh, with its uh, derriere out in the air and its arms spread out, almost like it was getting checked for weapons at a prison intake session or something, eventually the scientist goes in. The guy dips the swab in a saline solution, standard practice for this methodology, and then inserts the cotton in into you-know-where. And they say he gets it there pretty deep, an inch or so, to give best results, they say, and then gives it a nice little twist for good measure before pulling out and putting in a plastic sample, too. Uh, While well, some experts you insist, you <laughs> well yes? Uh, well, some Chinese experts insist that the anal swab test is much more accurate at detecting neurona. A lot of people aren't too happy about the surprise screenings they're being subjected to at airports in parts of northern China, including in the cap- country's capital of Beijing. Uh, word is, is that this is not a country-wide mandated test, but it seems like some provinces and whatnot are running it on their own terms as they see fit. And folks don't appear to have much of a say in the matter, if they suspect that someone's exposed, they can request it. They can either administer it to you on the spot, or they'll let you keep your dignity and sometimes let you do a self-test in the privacy of a room before they cut you loose. Uh. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Wait,
0: nope. Not Okay.
1: I think I can no. answer for the group here. Um, no. When I can say not okay. <laughs> um, nope. No. The
0: entire you started. I already when you said in China and the new test, I already had started shaking my head. No. Like there was <laughs> no. You didn't even have to finish the story. I already where you're going. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That would be a huge no. <laughs> but it's like I love how they just, you know, at this point, I mean, I know there you can do I dare anyone in this country to try and say, yeah, you got to do this. To, it ain't happen, Sorry. Um,
0: yeah. There would be fights, like with weapons <laughs> and a riot. He tried to stick something in my rear. Yeah.
1: Do that, a friend no of mine once said. See how many
0: rednecks come off the plane and punch you. Hi, I'd like you to bend over so we can test you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, I remember years ago a friend of mine said that they were going to get a tattoo pretty much um, <laughs> right above that area, and it was going to say "exit, not entry." But uh, <laughs> I thought of that when uh, that came up. <laughs> but uh, did we have a one-way, no exit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no entry. Yeah, no eggs. <laughs> but, uh, with that being said, of course that's a big fat no for all of us. So that concludes our first annual uh okay or not okay. <laughs> we may be back to do it again. Um a really quick look here at what's going on on social media tonight. Trending uh RuPaul's drag race because it is Friday night. Um new episode. And then Marie is trending as Netflix's highly anticipated new film Malcolm and Marie starring Zendaya and John David Washington hits the streaming service. I know we've talked about that. Don't know if I'll watch that this weekend. We'll actually see. Uh, Got a little bit of a long weekend here with uh, bad weather. Uh, Lou Dobbs (laughs) is trending tonight. Uh, The Fox Business Network canceling his Lou Dobbs tonight according to the Los Angeles Times. Uh, WWE SmackDown is trending as well. And then, I know you are a video gamer. I'm not sure to what extent or how deep, but FFXIV is trending. Final Fantasy 14. Uh So they announced their new Final Fantasy 14 in Walker, their new expansion pack, set to arrive in the fall of 2021. And... Also, um, Adam Silver is trending, the NBA commissioner. As NBA fans sound off on him tonight, as they try to make sense of the decisions that led to the Brooklyn Nets star Kevin Durant being cleared to play against the Raptors in the first quarter, only to be pulled a short time later due to health and safety protocols. It's almost like what happened in baseball at the World Series, if you recall that. So I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of talk on that. Um... And pretty much, I think that's uh, it. Or at least the things that we probably want to talk about. Uh, or about <laughs> uh, there's a few Final more.
0: Fantasy has been out, like, there's going to be 700 of them. That's the joke on that one. Right.
1: So, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, Big Bird's trending tonight. Uh, he had tweeted out a little while ago, or she, is Big Bird or he or she?
0: I thought it was a he, but I don't know if they ever reveal the gender. Do we need a gender <laughs> reveal for Big Bird? Uh,
1: we might need to.
0: Um, don't get he pyrotechnics. You're good to go.
1: Yeah. He said, I heard that my friends on Twitter were asking about my cousins around the world. It's true. I have a lot of bird cousins in different countries. Here's a little bit about them. So he's been tweeting uh, about different birds in different countries, um, about his multinational cousins. So, Good. Yeah, yeah. so you can uh, go online and you can actually see that. So that's actually at least something good to end on. Uh, but I guess with this little time that we have left, and with apologies, because I, I don't know if our caller tonight was actually calling to talk or to listen uh, but I promise you, if you call next week, we'll actually answer. I know we had a lot kind of like packed into the show tonight, uh, not enough time for uh, callers, but uh, I do apologize on that. So um, with a few minutes left, did you have any predictions for the big game this weekend?
0: Uh, I know what I want to happen. <laughs> 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 I don't know what's going to happen. Um if I had to predict something, I would say... Kansas City by three. I think it's going to be a close game. I think there's going to be a lot of back and forth. I don't think it's going to be high-scoring games, but it's going to be close. And if if I get what I want, then Kansas City comes out on top.
1: You know, I'm a little worried about Kansas City not traveling to where they need it to get. It almost seems like... This has been a wild weekend this week because I know with the breaking news about uh, head coach Andy Reid's son which was also trending tonight and which you'll have to go online and look and see uh, it's an unfortunate story that's developing tonight with uh, him being involved in a um, an accident in which a small child was critically injured uh, so he is not going to be traveling to the game uh, with the team um, but and then also from this week with them having to deal with their barber, the team barber, was cutting hair when his test came back that he was COVID-19 positive. And they pretty much took him out of there quickly, and he was around at least 20 players, they said. And so now they're watching all of these players. It's like the Chiefs have gone through so much. And on top of it, they're not going to be in Tampa until uh, Saturday. And – to not get there until the night before a game. I mean, these guys are pros. They've done this all year long. Uh, They've dealt with adversity and things that have happened. You know, the Tom Brady train is rolling, and it seems that fate is willing it almost for him to pick up a Super Bowl. But I just have a very odd feeling that, like Eli Manning, Patrick Mahomes is probably going to be that thorn in his side. I think that Kansas City... By just an edge, I'm like you, Uh, Kansas City by just an edge will probably pull this out. If it is a blowout by either team, I would be shocked if um, if it is not close at halftime um, or even tied or maybe even scoreless. But we'll see. But I think there's just too much talent out there on the field to be scoreless at halftime. But I don't know. I think that someone besides Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady will be MVP. Who I don't know, but I don't think it will be either one of them. But we'll see. Um, But with that, my friend, the old clock on the wall is uh, telling us that we're just about out of time. Any shout-outs this week?
0: Just one, and that would be a birthday to Aunt Momo. Happy birthday. Woo-hoo. She's like the best sister in the world. She's great. Um, and if you don't know her, then what is wrong with you? Um... <laughs>
1: just hoping that the ground She's isn't awesome. uh, moist where she lives.
0: <gasps> or full of panties, just saying.
1: <laughs> and now we have one less person to. Dennis. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, she hung up
1: <laughs> Oh, Lord, no, happy birthday to her You know, I I will uh, probably uh, I'll have to check my Facebook again I'm not, You know what, some people too They don't put their birthday on Facebook And that drives me insane Because then at the end of the day When people come back and they say Hey, for all of you that wish me a happy birthday Thanks, but it wasn't on Facebook You didn't put it there and even then, you don't have the little, like, way for me to post on your wall. So did you really want somebody to wish you a happy birthday? And did you want to make everybody else feel bad because you didn't put it on there? But anyway, I digress. So, uh, <laughs>
0: You don't have to worry about that with my wall. My wall is not accessible by anyone, including myself.
1: <laughs> not accessible at all. Oh, wow. Well. Uh, well, wherever you are at. Whether you are here in the Midwest or on the East, hopefully all of you are well with the storms that have gone through and the severe cold that's going to be happening uh, over the next week or so. So wherever you're at in those areas, please be careful. If you're out to the West, continue to mask it up and social distance. Get your numbers down. And, of course, to all of my friends in the South who are complaining about the spring-like weather, tough nuggies. But, um, <laughs> insane. It's like 60, 70 degrees, and I have people who I know in the south who are complaining about the weather. And I was like, I just got a foot of snow here over the week. Um, I think I will try. Come visit. Yeah. <laughs> but with all of that, until next we meet, um, thank you so much for listening to us. Of course, you could always catch us on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, You can also catch me on Twitter at News Comet BTR. You can catch Mary over at.
0: Blue Eyes Mama
1: on Twitter. Yes, and also follow us on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Um, Tell a friend, and uh, I promise you it will be a night in which we will take calls. I'm still a little on the iffy side about taking calls, but I think we will probably do it next week so for those of you who are listening and have your what you want to say uh, we will do this hopefully next week <laughs> uh but in the meantime poor mary on lavar thanks so much for listening everybody and we'll see you next time Don't forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at News Comment BTR. And add us as a podcast on Apple.